another episode of the Lipstick League. I'm Natalie Eganoff. Hello, and I'm Nicole Mahalik. And we're getting in another quick episode this week because there's lots to talk about. Uh, you can't see us right now. We're going to get our video component back um, shortly, uh, I hope. But you can't see us right now. But I am wearing my Phillies Whiz Kids hat. Um, actually, Ben Simmons uh, had this hat. I, th- I got this hat when I was a member of the Philly Pledge during COVID. So look, I have this um it's, it's personalized. It's personalized. Yeah. Thank you to Ben Simmons and his team. He did do a lot for the city um, when he was here charity wise. But the reason I'm wearing this hat is because it is red October Philly. It's for the first time. I can't believe it in 11 years have made the playoffs. I mean, wild card entrance look, and you know what? It's a blank slate. Anything can happen. And there's something just different about Philadelphia when the Phillies are in the playoffs in the fall. It, it kind of, and especially because the Eagles are good right now. And uh, this isn't a Philly centric episode. We're going to talk about other things too, but um, man, you got to feel good when it's red October in Philadelphia. And I forgot, October, I forgot what it, like, I forgot what it feels like. And I well, do want to, toward the end of the episode, I will reveal um a longtime family secret that it affects it affects today and we're recording on friday it affects the whole weekend so i will i will fill you in but there you're right i think because last episode i did say that i'm a little like meh about the playoffs because it's like a participation trophy entry like it's not when you go back to 20 actually Yesterday I was crying because I was, they were playing the replay of Roy Halliday's no hitter. Oh my God. And it was so emotional. And just to think of those teens and how massive they were and what they meant and how they were like, just amazing. And it is kind of weird though, because the best Phillies teams, meaning quote unquote best, like with the best roster, with the best talent, they didn't make it to the world series. So that's, what's also really interesting you know what I mean so I think that like you have to remember 10 11 12 years ago before that there was only one wild card spot you had to win the division and then get in just that way now there's like 900 wild card spots so but I think I like your positivity and that like it's a clean slate and so anything can happen in October anything can happen in October and you know the um baseball playoffs I feel like and any kind of any any playoff series, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, you know, it's a bounce, it's a hit, it's a, it's a, it's a double doink, right? You have all these opportunities um, for anything can happen, and I feel like there is a little bit of um, karma involved in the fact that they are playing the Cardinals, right? And the last time that the Phillies. Uh, were in the playoffs they lost to the Cardinals like I said I've told the story a million times I was there I, I watched uh I felt like it was very movie like for me I felt like I watched Ryan Howard lay there on the ground writhing in pain because he um hurt his Achilles and I just stood there and I was like this is the end of an era little did I know 11 years later it would take 11 years to get back but here we are and, but um, you felt it you felt it at that moment that it was it I knew I knew that it was it I knew that it was over. I mean, just seeing, it was very like symbolic, especially him. Um, and yeah. we're talking again, 2011. So we're a couple of years past the world series win, which was 2008. Right. Uh, 
so it was 2011. I was like, this is, you know, it, they're never going to be the same. And that period of time was over. I didn't realize how over it would be. Right. Which is why if, when you've heard me talk before about the Eagles and the Super Bowl, I, I having been in Philadelphia post um, Philly's world series, win, those years go by quickly, right? Because it's, oh, it's one year since we won the World Series. Then it's two years. Now it's 11 years since we've even made the playoffs and how many years since we've won the World Series, right? And that can happen. Well, remember, it's, um, you know, the the whole, the years, why can't I think of the name of the band? The years stop coming in, they don't stop coming. Why can't I think of who is singing? Oh that? my God, All-Star Smash Mouth. Yeah, Smash Mouth, who's been like very problematic, but that- that line, like the years stop coming and they don't stop coming. And I think that that's like, it rains true, but I think that that's such a good, um, we probably should dive into that a little more at, at, at other episode. Like, when did you know it was over, you know, like, and maybe we could ask other fan bases when they knew, because some could say that when Carson Wentz got the concussion in the playoff game and couldn't finish against the Seahawks, we knew that era was over. When Ben right. Simmons didn't dunk the ball and he passed it to Matisse against the Atlanta and we knew that that was over. Like there's those moments. So I, I think that those are two, like you're talking about Ryan Howard. And then I keep thinking of like when Carson got that concussion, it was out of that Seattle game. It was like, I just had this feeling of like, this is done. Like it's never going to happen with him. And then the same thing with Ben Simmons, like he refused to dunk the ball and it's like, oh, it's, and it really was done. It's an interesting thing to think about, like when you knew it was done, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I just had like a gut feeling deep down. And again, I, I can't believe it took until 2022 to get back. But again, I feel like no matter how far they make it, getting back into the playoffs is half the battle and think about what this team, I mean, I, I think six managerial changes, um, since then they're they've been through a lot i mean and then you have players like aaron nola he's the longest tenured philly um pitched 666 games um when what i mean to get in went six and yeah uh, a lot of these players reese aaron nola yeah i mean race jt um, they've never been in the playoffs right i'm happy to see especially gene segura i think has gone like 1300 games not as a philly but um without seeing the playoffs so I'm happy for the guys on this team how Jose Alvarado so cute you know he was so adorable um in his little post-game speech saying Philadelphia this is for you Philadelphia I was like oh my god you forget that English is their second language that they came from the Dominican Republic like it's pretty amazing yeah and you know I these guys are they're playing these games right you think it's bad for the fans having to watch a you know a team go through ups and downs like this but that's a long season you know to be a baseball player so I'm glad it's extended for them yeah um all right so let's talk about the NFL and you know we could take we could talk about the Eagles there's really not that much to say like we'll see they play Arizona how weird is it that both teams this week are playing the Cardinals I know that is so strange. That Isn't is so it? strange. I feel like that's a good sign though, because I don't know, the Eagles are just killing it. <laughs> you you could the- look at it. They say that they say that like 
the cardinal is a remembrance of someone who passed away so maybe we could look at this as like it's a remembrance of the of the dead eagles and philly seasons (laughs) and now like it could be like a rebirth maybe yeah well i mean we did we did our um mental seance we didn't actually the weather the weather put a damper on our seance that we were going to go do at these stadiums Um, but we're going to still do it for the sixers yeah we're still going to do because we got did you see the message i sent you like we got some fun messages on oh yeah lipstick leak instagram like they're down so like we're we're doing it damn it and it's kind of crazy when you think about the eagles how it was first we played carson then last week we played doug and then now we're playing zach Ertz like right in a row i know it's kind of the reunion tour but um i i'm excited for the eagles it's a great it's great when they're winning and they're undefeated and it's hilarious because everybody else is kind of getting on board you can see the heads turn now I think around the around the country and it's like mm-hmm. oh god oh god is Jalen Hurts the real deal looks like he has di- our defense though I mean my god like they three just three weeks in a row three different playing, players they're they're playing out of their minds they're playing out of their minds I mean even with the injuries heading into last week I was a little bit nervous um but uh we'll see what happens this week Jordan my they said his shoulder he had to pop it back in he might be able to play Sunday upset about Darius Slay but that's all right there I think we're and still Jake Elliott's hurt poor and Jake, Jake Elliott. Elliott poor Jakey little kicky boy um I can't say that see that stuck with me from Mike and Ty I need to stop yeah that. Um, and he's he's like redeemed himself times a thousand I know I know I know but you know what's really um, interesting is so the the Colts played the Broncos last night and you know there was a lot of talk in the offseason that people really 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 wanted russell wilson and russell wilson needed to come to philly and then there was like the report that russell wilson literally said i do not want to come to philly and that game was so painful even al michaels like couldn't take the agony of how pain and it went into overtime which is even hilarious poor matt ryan i mean between matt ryan and russell wilson these two elite quarterbacks it's like tweedledee and tweedledum out there it was crazy (laughs) and then of course all the tweets were like where's nick Foles? the only way to win this game there was no (laughs) touchdown scored in this game i know it's crazy that's that's pretty bad that's pretty bad football and you know what's um interesting is we've had this conversation before when we talk about the quarterbacks right like you're saying russell wilson Matt Ryan and then it's like when it's time to retire and it's like I think that maybe the league is changing into where there's not gonna be like Tom Brady is the exception <laughs> not the rule like right and we now see that he's going downhill we'll get to that in a minute um but it's it's like are they kind of killing the game right because you do have these two like older quarterbacks like maybe the Jalen Hurts types are the quarterbacks of the future yeah those mobile um those mobile quarterbacks uh who have the passing game and the running game right their like shelf life is a lot shorter but I feel like it'll it makes the game more exciting when you have that like versatility yeah um, in your offense yeah. And I think no. that's what the, those, like these teams are kind of lacking because 
you have like Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan who are like those deep threat quarterbacks, you know? Right. But Russell Wilson was known for running around and he just, but you he know what's really interesting? Anymore because he's old. That's the whole right. thing. He can't do it. Yeah. yeah. But it's really interesting. So, so Kyle, yeah, pop-ups, pop-ups. Hey, Gramps. <laughs> if there's a really, really funny account called the old gaze on TikTok and Instagram, and it's these four old men that live in Palm Springs together. And there was a video that went viral. I shared it on my Instagram about them being like, slide into your D- DM. You mean BM like bowel movement? It's so funny. Like these old guys that like are just trying to like stay. Oh, it's really cute. But anyway, the thing that's interesting about Russell Wilson too is so Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football, who, by the way, uh, shout out to Days of Our Lives because, you know, he was on The Real World and then Days of Our Lives. And now he's a, like a football aficionado. So if Kyle Brandt could do it, Nat, so can we. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I thought he was like an MTV DJ, right? Was he a BJ? I don't think so. He was on The Real World. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. he was just like an MTV DJ and then like transferred over to sports. I didn't realize he was on Days of Our Lives. What was he yes. like? <laughs> what was he like? Um, I, I think he played... Um... I think he played... Dr. Drake Ramore. I know that's Joey from Friends. Brandt. <laughs> There's a Friends murder mystery coming to Philly. Did you see that? No, I didn't. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, he played, oh, he played Philip Kyriakis. Yes. Oh, like wow. Kyriakis. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right. So what he said, though, was, see, this is when we get um, more of a elite setup with our podcast and we're back into a studio when we start to make money, we'll then play the clip, you know, but right oh. now. We just yeah. got to tell you <laughs> right now. We just got to <laughs> tell you how it is. Okay. So just picture it. What it would like, you know, like JJ Reddick's podcast, who's multi-million dollar or call her daddy. They get to like play clips because they have nine producers. It's just, it's just us here. So he yeah. says it's very rare for people on good morning and football to kind of go off on players, but he was really this morning. He like let it out. And he said how he's the most inauthentic person in the NFL and that he acts like he's so much better than everybody else. And he acts like he's perfect, but he's really not. And the only time it works when you're inauthentic is when you're good. And he was like, he talked about the red carpet and how like Kelsey stops by and how Patrick Mahomes stops by. And then Russell Wilson puts on his sunglasses with his wife and like walks right past them. Like he's too good to stop to talk. And he was like, he's very inauthentic. And I was like, isn't that interesting? So does he act like he's like a holy roller, but he's actually like a dick? You know what I mean? And he basically I mean, was saying that like, he doesn't have the locker room. I, I can kind of see that because he was like Russell Wilson in Seattle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was a superstar. He's married to a superstar. You know, I can see him having that like superstar, like clout, like um, kind of like I'm the guy attitude about him, but I don't necessarily know if, like it's warranted anymore right and it's kind of that's like, what he said he said it comes out works on your high good. horse for a minute and just like be nice to people I think it's interesting I I like Kyle Brand I feel like he always kind of tells it like it is like it is yeah well yeah for their behavior and yeah I mean maybe you need to one two step uh a little off that high horse Russell how line of the that? day line how of the day that? how about let that? me see you one two step let me see you one, two step. Um, so speaking of being authentic, like obviously 
what's going on with Tom and Giselle, like from the last time that we did the pod, supposedly yeah. they both hired divorce lawyers. And my, my thing is, and I talked a little bit about this on my Instagram because I wanted to save it for the pod. It, something's fishy. Like this can't just be about football. There's just no way. But then people had messaged me and they said, it's not that it's about football. It's the fact that like they had a deal and he went like, it was very, it, it's not football, but it is, if that makes sense. So like, I still think there's something a little bit more about it, but I think that it makes sense in terms of like Giselle never really liked the fact that he was a football player and she knew there was an end date and they had a deal of the end date and he can't give it up because he loves Giselle, but he loves football more. Like that is his first love. Football is number one and he can't give it up. It's like a toxic relationship of like, he can't stop it. And so I guess that when you look at it like that, it makes more sense that like he can't choose his wife or his family over football because that is just, and so it, it's, it's more about the fact that he's not choosing her, which makes sense. Yeah, I totally think so. And I mean, that's, that's sad, right? Like that's really sad that after all this time and all those years together and all that dedication that, that it still consumes him like that much that yeah. he can't step away from it if that's the case. And I mean, good for her for, for taking a stand and stand, you know, maybe trying to find somebody who will give her that fulfillment that she needs. Right. And I feel like we talked about this and maybe we touched on this or maybe we talked about it off the air, but I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying that it's interesting because men of our generation, and we've talked about this before too, like, right. Like women of our generation have different requirements from men now. And Giselle, Giselle, I think falls in our age bracket and whether she's Giselle Bündchen or Natalie Eganoff and Nicole Mahalik, right? They, she, all she's asking for is him to be present. Yeah. Right. And it's because like women now we're self-sufficient. We don't need men to provide for us. Like we used to, we can take care of ourselves. What we need is their time and energy. Right. And and it doesn't matter who you are. You could still be Giselle and still not get that. Isn't that so fascinating? A hundred percent. A hundred. Well, look at all the, the look at all the, the superstar, um, mega gorgeous models and, and actresses that are cheated on all the time because men can't, I mean, Nia Long was just cheated on by her longtime love. It's like, it doesn't matter how beautiful you are, how thin you are. Oh it, no. It's just, you know, a lot of it come. And I think, I think another part of it is just people forget that Giselle was a mega businesswoman. You know, she was the highest paid model. And then she was, a, she was a businesswoman and she kind of, and she talked about it in a couple of his documentaries where she put it off to the side because the kids were starting to get older. And like, she, she dedicated, she moved to Boston and dedicated her life. And she knew there was an end date that like, it was going to be her turn. So I think it's that combination of like, whether you're a mom living in Ambler PA and you need your husband to like, know the names of the kids, doctors, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of the same thing. That's that's what I'm saying. And it's like, it's interesting because this woman on this podcast that like, she was just saying that like, like the men of our generation, like they just feel like they get fixated. And like, it's strange how like, the like I don't know 
it's like they want the family unit unit to have it but like are like there's no balance right anymore. right or 100 percent, right and I think it's interesting even too, though women don't actually need to be taken care of that's no dichotomy. and like my aunt yeah. Janet says it all the time that like women don't need to be with a man anymore because it's become more work for them and I see, I mean, I see just people in my life who, especially when you have kids where like, it's so much, I just got to give a shout out to my brother though, because like, he's such a good dad. Like my niece's birthday party was last week and he's just, he's just so good. Like he's just, he knows what's up and it's rare. Like I'm telling you, I'm around a lot of dads and like not a lot of dads are like that. But anyway, it was, it, so I also think it's interesting because I could picture Giselle being with like a man named Ricardo, who's an art dealer and like spends his time, like creating a botanical garden in Costa Rica. And he does beautiful photography on the side. You know, I can't really picture Tom with anybody because he's never been that guy. Like he's never been the guy at the clubs. He's never been, you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of picture him. I want to be, I want to be Tom Brady's wingman. Like, could you picture, I just picture him like sitting in it's kind of like we could make like an independent film that would like play at the Ritz where like Giselle's like frolicking in Costa Rica like riding horses with Ricardo as they snap photos and like make this organic green juice that saves the alpacas you know yeah. and like Tom sits in his dark room and just re-watches film of like the <laughs> giant Super Bowl and Nick Foles like how did I miss that throw how did I get strip sacked you know what I mean and like I, that's what his life becomes is just like him as this old guy with long hair like kind of like ace ventura laces out laces laces out. out we're or like, like but uncle, he just keeps like yeah. uncle rico uncle rico and napoleon dynamite you want to see how i could throw that ball over there yeah like i literally just picture him re-watching like the super bowl against the giants where they they spoiled the perfect season and then well, like the strip sack know, and nick like i just picture it it's the amazing thing about football and the NFL and having look, I mean, I've covered years of it in one way or another, and I've been on the field for a lot of events and I've been to a lot of award ceremonies and stuff. And there's nothing men in football love more than celebrating themselves over and yeah. over again, over and over again, Tom, they'll march him. He'll be marching up and down that field for the rest of his life. Like hundred percent. That's all, and I'll be happy as a clam. And Please. listen, maybe the reality is, and then I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up because I want to tell my my revealing family oh, secret. Yeah. But um, I will say that like if you we I think we talked about this a little bit in a couple of past episodes. The the show Sex Life on Netflix, where it's about would you give up eighty five percent good for the fifteen percent that's missing, and everybody kind of has their thing. And like football really might be Tom's thing. We're like that is his thing. You know, that like, that's what fulfills him. And so it could be that just like you said, like Giselle may have thought, well, I'm going to marry him because I know he'll be done playing football at some point. Kind of like how you marry for the potential, you date for the potential. Like you're like, well, he's going to grow out of this phase. Like, it's not going to be like this forever. And so you stick with him waiting. Is he going to be like a 45 year old NFL quarterback? No way. (laughs) Meanwhile, 
Yes, a thousand percent. They go on their first date in a smoky bar in New York totally City. Giselle. Yes, and Giselle's like, "There's no way that those he's very handsome, and you know, and he it be fun, and I'll, we'll have this beautiful wedding, and you know, and then all of a sudden, a thousand percent, she's on the phone with her twin sister. Do you think that he'd really be? He's gonna be forty-five years old playing football? Please, I we're gonna be living so. in. She like literally, we're gonna be living in a mansion in Belize, and like our kids gonna be like eating, oh, you know. Meanwhile, welcome to Tampa, home of former home of Winter the Dolphin, R.I.P. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. like spring, this. The you just unlocked Philly spring training. Yes, like I Giselle is a Giselle's a regular woman where she like she's like there's no way that he we're gonna be 45 years old and still going to football games and and it, it he he didn't change they don't change they don't change meanwhile he turned into a florida man and now he's chucking the lombardi trophy she's like <laughs> yeah he's like i want some bud light give me a beer beer and a burger gonna go catch some fish in the morning she's like oh my god how did i end up here <laughs> wow well, things that we unlock on this podcast wow all right so Here's my family secret. And I may have touched on I may have touched on it a little bit in the past, but it's time to talk about it. Um I grew up a massive St. Louis Cardinals fan. Massive St. Louis Cardinals fan. I did not make sure I'd hit the button. The the drum roll. (laughs) I didn't really become a Phillies fan until probably like right before the the world series like in the in the early 2000s because i was here for college and i was in like my super like late teens early 20s and i was here for college and the team started getting good and i was living in the city and i just kind of became it so the story goes is that my papa his name's stanley and there's a very famous baseball player named stan musel and he's from pennsylvania near pittsburgh and he played for the cardinals and he's one of the best baseball players of all time. He's a legend, but especially in St. Louis. And my pop-up was so yeah. excited that there was a guy, not only with his name, but also from Pennsylvania. So my pop-up just started rooting for Stan Musel, which meant all my uncles and my cousins all rooted for the St. Louis Cardinals. And so when I was growing up, my brother's almost six years younger than me. My dad's a massive sports fan, as we talk a lot about on this pod, as is Natalie's dad. And he would take me to we would go to the vet in the summer when the Phillies played the Cardinals but we would root for the Cardinals and I knew like when I was like two and three years old and some of my dad's friends still talk about it I had the whole roster of the St. Louis Cardinals memorized I knew who played what position like I was obsessed because my dad was obsessed I was with my dad all the time yeah and so I was this massive St. Louis Cardinals fan it's actually very cute I'll put the video on the lipstick leagues instagram but like my dad last week is decked out in st louis cardinal visor st louis cardinal windbreaker st louis cardinal shirt st louis cardinal pants like he even has slip on red shoes with the cardinals logo on it <laughs> like it's he, so cute it's so cute but he and he'll always say like if the cardinals aren't playing the phillies he'll still root for the phillies because he yeah. likes the, you know he'll root for the hometown team and and like the whole thing. And he doesn't hold it against me, obviously. Um, but my brother's still a massive Cardinals fan. And really, one of my really favorite, good favorite stories is when my brother was old enough, we started coming and Ozzie Smith, another legend, was playing for the Cardinals at the time. And we would go to batting practice. And uh, all these people were begging for Ozzie's autograph. And my dad said, you know, Andrew, just call him Mr. Smith. And so my brother's, you know, this little blue-eyed, blonde-haired kid. He's like, Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith. 
And Ozzy came over to my brother. He said, I got to go in the dugout for a little bit, but I'll be back. And like 20 minutes later, he walked past all the people with a ball and signed, uh, gave my brother a signed baseball and then signed my brother's baseball glove. That's like yeah. a moment in a kid's life where like, that's it. Like that's, yeah. that's the epitome so cool. of Like yeah. such a class act. So very amazing family memories with the Cardinals. But my dad even said, I want the Phillies to win because the Cardinals have won a lot. And they have, like, the Cardinals are an amazing organization. They, like, Phillies, take note. They've we done a know, lot of good. We know, right. we know. So, obviously, I am rooting for, for the Phillies. Okay. But, but the Parkinson's walk is tomorrow. So, like, my dad, Uh-oh. like, I'll be with my dad and my brother. So, like, I'm, it's not like, it's not like a family divided where we're, like, we're fighting. Because my brother and my dad aren't going to be upset if the Phillies win. It's not like Mets, Yankees type stuff. But, like, right. they want, they want the Cardinals to win. You know, like, my dad Absolutely. hate. My dad pays for the MLB package so he could watch the Cardinals game. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's tough. And, and that's a valid reason for, um, to be a Cardinals fan. Um, I just don't know how it is. Like, how do you, it's, how do you like deal with like the games this weekend? I root for the Phillies. Like I, I have to just, Phillies. okay. You oh just, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like okay. a real, I'm like a real Phillies fan at this point. You know what I okay. mean? Like, okay um it's just that like I have to talk about the fact that like all of my childhood memories are with the Cardinals not the Phillies that's you know fair what I mean that's fair and no, it's weird fair. and it's also like I know a lot of people they have a hard time because you usually grow up like what your parents are into you know yeah but I think because like when I moved to Philly and I just like it, I lived in the city and I embraced the city so much I you know I work in the media that like I just became a Phillies fan you know, I'm a, I'm a Philly, like I'm a four for four, you know, okay. well, let me show you something real quick. I have to figure okay. out what to do with it. I know we have to wrap this up. So I found I, this was intact until probably two years ago. This is my 2008 world series beanie. Wait, it's a, it looks like a sequence tube top. Well, now should I turn it into a tube top? What should I do with it? I yeah. Like good luck. What should I do with it? But how did you wear it? It was, it, it, it must've, it was, um. Oh, it was a hat. It was a hat. So it was just bound together somehow. I mean, now we're talking, this is from 2008. So I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, I think you need to turn it into a tube top. Should I just wear it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think you, don't you have like, don't you have an open Phillies jersey? I, oh, you know what? I probably do. Should I wear it as a tube top under the jersey? Yes. A thousand percent. And then like one of your, like you have those really cute, light, high-waisted jeans with the slits in the front. Yeah. And then your your white sneaks. Yes. All right. Great. Thanks. Nicole. Glad we worked that. And then you got to post know a picture how to of repurpose it. it. But is that okay? Good? That's awesome. Yeah. You have to wear it. hundred percent. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, let's beat the Cardinals um, in all facets. Go Bills. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>